Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. This is 7 News with Anne Sanders. Good morning. The New South Wales government has announced its tightening restrictions on gatherings in pubs and clubs as it tries to fight back against a growing outbreak linked to the Crossroads Hotel in Sydney Southwest. While Queensland has banned people from Liverpool and Campbelltown from crossing the border, and cases in Victoria have jumped to 270 overnight. First to Sydney and Samantha Brett. Sam, good morning to you. Authorities are taking a step back with 13 new cases overnight. And good morning. Yes, we heard from Premier Gladys Berejiklian a little bit earlier this morning and she confirmed that we will see those new restrictions uh, mostly in relation to pubs right across New South Wales. So those new restrictions will include uh, groups of only 10 people will be allowed at one time. That is down from 20 people. There will be a limit of 300 patrons at a pub at any one time for larger venues. There will have to be extra cleaning measures and every person that any as a pub will have to sign in. Here's some of what the Premier had to say earlier today. When you have more than 10 in a group booking in a pub or hotel setting, uh, people are mingling and they shouldn't be mingling. We want everybody seated, no common use of cutlery, no common use of anything. Basic things to follow to keep everybody safe. And we can't let our guard down. We have to know uh, that if we do let our guard down, we could get the virus and we could spread it without even knowing about it. Now, in some breaking news, Queensland has just declared Campbelltown and Liverpool local government areas in New South Wales as COVID-19 hotspots. So what that means is anyone from those areas will not be able to travel to Queensland. If they do want to, well, they will have to face that 14-day mandatory hotel quarantine. This comes as that Casula outbreak just continues to grow. We have 21 new cases and those numbers are set to rise. And Samantha Brett reporting from Sydney. Thank you very much, Sam. And in breaking news, we've just heard the South, that South Australia has closed its borders again to all residents of New South Wales and the ACT. Victoria has recorded 270 new coronavirus cases today, the second biggest daily increase in the state since the pandemic began. Aged care homes are the new focus of concern. There are currently 24 outbreaks in nursing homes across Victoria. A special ward has been set up at Royal Melbourne Hospital to cope with the influx of COVID patients. The Premier has just announced extra help from the Army will be heading to Victoria. Let's take a listen. There will be direct support from the ADF in relation to our 
uh, response to outbreaks in public housing towers, so everything from uh, provisioning, getting meals to people, all the other practical things on the ground. That frees up Victoria police members and allows them to be focused on, if you like, defending that hard border uh, between metropolitan Melbourne, Mitchell Shire and regional Victoria. Support for testing uh, in uh, metro sites but also uh, rural and regional sites. Uh, that's again a function that ADF have already been involved in and we're very grateful to them down at the showgrounds for instance. We'll see more and more of that and some test sites that will be essentially taken over by the Australian Defence Force to do that work. That again frees up others to be deployed for other tasks. Uh, assisting relevant agencies with community engagement. Uh, so door knocking, being out and about, getting information to people, particularly targeted cohorts. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews speaking a short time ago. After almost 45 years, it's been revealed in palace letters released today that then Governor-General Sir John Kerr dismissed Gough Whitlam as Prime Minister without informing the Queen or the palace. Seven News political editor Mark Riley joins me now live from Canberra. Good morning, Mark. This is an historic moment. Good morning, Anne. It certainly is, and a fascinating day. A, a royal cloak of secrecy lifted on the most tumultuous event in Australian political history. What these letters show is constant communication between Governor-General Sir John Kerr and the Queen through her private secretary in the months leading up to the, the dismissal of the Whitlam government, including details of a dinner party attended by the opposition leader then, uh, Malcolm Fraser, two months earlier, at which he urged Sir John to sack the government. He is the director of the National Archives this morning, David Fricker. So this is the Vice-Regal talking to the Monarch. Uh, we are on a collision course now of historic proportions. So there's no doubt uh, that Sir John is faithfully reporting the situation, but he's making the point, I don't know what will happen or what I shall end up by doing. Other letters, though, show Sir John seeking clarification from the palace about his belief that he could use the reserve powers in the Constitution to sack Whitlam. The palace replied that he did have that power, but warned him explicitly that it should only be used as a last resort and only for constitutional and not political reasons. Now, Sir John obviously did exercise that power in a letter on that extraordinary day, November 11, 1975, revealed today. It shows that he kept the Queen in the dark. Here's David Fricker again. I decided to take the step I took without informing the palace in advance because under the constitution the responsibility is mine and I was of the opinion it was better for Her Majesty not to know in advance though it is of course my duty to tell her immediately. Now, interestingly, when the palace did gently ask Sir John why he didn't warn Gough Whitlam about what he was intending to do and give him a chance to call a double dissolution election, Sir John says he didn't do that because he was scared that Whitlam would have ha have sacked him as Governor-General before he had a chance to sack the government, the so-called race to the palace. And the Queen, in another letter, makes perfectly clear that if Gough Whitlam had asked her to sack Sir John Kerr, she would have. Fascinating stuff. Oh, absolutely extraordinary. Uh, 200 pages down, about 1,000 to go. <laughs> Mark Riley, <laughs> thank right. you very much for updating us. Look forward to your Pleasure. reports throughout the day. Thank you. Okay. 11 people, including nine children, have been rushed to hospital suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning in South Hobart. It's believed they fell ill after an open charcoal grill was used inside. Two adults and five children are in a serious condition at Royal Hobart Hospital. The four other children are being monitored. Their ages range from two months to 17 years old. Temperatures in Hobart dropped to three degrees overnight. 
Sydney has been lashed with heavy rain and powerful winds as an east coast low advances along the coast. At Randwick in the city's east, a large tree has uprooted and crashed onto a car, narrowly missing another. It's blocked the road and damaged the front of an apartment complex. No one was hurt. Well, I was inside, there was a massive crash. Uh, we didn't know what it was, but uh, well, once we got outside, we found out what it was. So we had a, a tree in our front gate. The Weather Bureau says the downpour is expected to ease later this afternoon, but showers will continue to fall until the weekend. Police believe a body recovered from a lake in California is that of missing Glee actress Naya Rivera. A search had been underway for almost a week after her son was found alone on a boat that the actress had hired. Ashley Mullaney has more. Well, an autopsy is still yet to be conducted, but based on the physical appearance and the clothing, police say they are confident this is the body of 33-year-old actress Naya Rivera. The Glee star vanished here at Lake Piru almost a week to the day while swimming with her young son. The four-year-old found alone drifting on the boat. He was able to tell police uh, that, he, that they'd been swimming and that his mother disappeared. Police now believe... Uh, that the boat wasn't anchored and that this was perhaps a final heroic effort from the young mother to get her son to safety as a current pulled her out. There are a lot of currents on the lake that, that uh, appear particularly in the afternoon. We believe it was uh, mid-afternoon when she disappeared. The idea um, perhaps being that the boat started drifting, it was unanchored, and that she mustered enough energy to get her son back onto the boat but not enough to save herself. It was the news her family and friends had been bracing for and uh, cast members from Glee gathered here at Lake Piru this morning in a heartbreaking uh, image, shoulder to shoulder, arm in arm, as they learnt the news that Naya's body had been discovered. Police are continuing their investigation and will carry out a post-mortem as the family now prepares for her funeral. Johnny Depp has wrapped up giving evidence in his defamation case against a British tabloid after it labelled him a wife-beater. The Hollywood actor instead accusing ex-wife Amber Heard of domestic violence. Our Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld reports. After more than 20 hours, nearly five days on the witness stand, Johnny Depp's testimony has now concluded. But today he was trying to add his context or his version of events to the 14 incidents where Amber Heard says she was assaulted by her ex-husband. We also learned today that from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies 2 and 3, Johnny Depp earned a whopping $930 million. But on the night of Amber Heard's 30th birthday, he learned that his ex-business managers had stolen all of that money and left him with 17 years of unpaid taxes totaling $140 million. He says after learning that, he had to calm down and so smoked some cannabis. He did arrive late to the 30th birthday party. Party. They did argue about his tardiness, but he went to bed to read a book so there wouldn't be a violent confrontation. Amber Heard says she was assaulted by Johnny Depp following a fight on this night, but Johnny Depp said today that she haymakered him, punching him while he was in bed. Johnny Depp's PA of 16 years, uh, Stephen Judas, also gave evidence. He was on board a private plane between Boston and LA where Amber Heard says she was kicked in the back by Johnny Depp. Judas described it as a playful tap. 
describing Heard as a sociopath and Machiavellian overlord who subjected Depp to, quote, years of abuse. Still to come in this trial, testimony from Winona Ryder, Johnny Depp's ex-fiancé. She will testify on his behalf and Amber Heard in her own words. Still to come during this extraordinary trial. Firefighting efforts continue to extinguish a blaze on a United States Navy ship in San Diego. Helicopters are now being used to drop water onto the ship. The fire erupted yesterday on the USS Bonhomme Richard. It's believed to have started in the lower cargo hold while the ship was undergoing maintenance. 57 people needed medical treatment and five sailors remain in hospital. An intense winter storm has whipped up sea foam along the waterfront of Cape Town in South Africa. Gale force winds have brought down trees and cut power across the city. Large waves have crashed into the city's shoreline, creating sea foam that has inundated low-lying streets. The entertainment world is paying tribute to actress Kelly Preston, the wife of John Travolta, who has died after a two-year battle with breast cancer. At 57 years old, she kept her fight private and is today being remembered as courageous and loving. Morning, actress Kelly Preston. Her husband, John Travolta, confirming his heartbreaking loss. It is with a heavy heart that I inform you that my beautiful wife, Kelly, has lost her two-year battle with breast cancer. She fought a courageous fight with the love and support of so many. Kelly and John met while filming 1989's The Experts. Married two years later, they became one of Hollywood's beloved power couples. Preston's TV and movie career saw her star with some of its biggest names. I don't cry at movies. I don't gush over babies. I don't start celebrating Christmas five months early. And I don't tell a man who just screwed up both our lives. Oh, poor baby. That's me, for better or worse. Both practicing Scientologists, she and Travolta had three children together. Ella, Benjamin and son Jet, who died in 2009, aged 16, after suffering from a seizure. Preston thanked the public for their support after the birth of Benjamin. It's been wonderfully healing. Of course, you know, we still, it's still every day. But uh, it's been, I think, a really nice gift. Daughter Ella wrote, You have a glow and a light that never ceases to shine and that makes anyone around you feel instantly happy. Thank you for being there for me no matter what. Kelly Preston was 57. In the United States, Paul Kadak, 7 News. There's a search on across southern New South Wales today after a meteorite was spotted flashing across the sky yesterday evening. A ball of light was captured above the central coast and dash cams in Sydney recorded the meteorite flashing across the sky. If any of the meteorites survived, it'll be a popular find. The space rock can command thousands of dollars at auction. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.